0: Hey everyone, welcome to TV Addicts Anonymous, where every media junkie is welcome, and this is Jay here, and today I'm going to talk about one of my all-time favorite movies, uh, The Matrix. This is a really good film. I love this movie. It just gives me, I don't know, a good, happy feeling every time I watch it, especially when it first starts, you hear that music, the score of this movie is incredible, and when you see the... The intro to Trinity's intro scene is just so cool, so stylistic. I love everything about this. I feel like a lot of people think this movie's biggest flaw or downside is the sequels, and I mean, this is kind of gonna be like a hot take, but I really didn't mind Matrix Two. Uh, Three was pretty terrible and unwatchable. Most of Two really was. I mean, there was so many boring scenes in Matrix Reloaded, but. I just really cared about this universe and these characters enough for me to kind of look past that. Um, and the cool scenes... like they're, I don't want to sit here and talk about the second movie because um, I'm not reviewing that one. But the cool thing, too, about the f- second and third movies is that they came out in the same year. So the first one came out... Let's see here. So the first movie... Came out in 1999. March 31st, 1999. And, yeah, and then 2003. mm, May 15th, 2003. Matrix Reloaded came out. And then, later that year, November 5th, 2003. Matrix 3. Matrix Revelations came out. So, they obviously just filmed them all together. um, But that's really, like, unprecedented. I haven't heard of many movies doing that. So, that's really cool. But, yes, so... Let's see here, so this movie, 1999, um, it came first in the box office that weekend, um, it made $27.8 million domestic opening weekend, and it ended up making $171 million domestic and worldwide, grossing $465.3 billion million dollars so that's really good uh the budget was 63 million so on a 63 million budget making half a million dollars is really awesome especially in 1999. so this movie and then matrix Reloaded made even more money and the third one made a lot of money too so this was a very successful franchise No matter how many people don't like the second two movies. The first movie is awesome. It's just so iconic to me. Just most of the time I just kept writing this iconic scene, this iconic scene. Like, there's so many iconic scenes in The Matrix of people who've never even seen the movie. But if you reference that scene or if they were to see, like, a clip of it or something, they'd be like, oh, that's The Matrix. Um... So I just, I really love that. Uh, so second in the box office that weekend was 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, that's a pretty good movie. The third in the box office was The Out-of-Towners. Four in the box office analyzed this. And five was Forces of Nature. But Matrix won. I don't really know those movies except for the 10 Things I Hate About You. And then we all know Keanu Reeves. He's been in quite a few things. But he's, after The Matrix, See, like, all the movies. He really didn't do anything good until he got his John Wick roles. Which I do want to review John Wick. I love that movie. I love all three. But the first one I really like. It, uh, It's really good. Because if you think about where Keanu Reeves was by the time he got casted. Because let's see. So the last Matrix movie was in 2003. And then John Wick 1 came out in 2014. So between there he didn't do much. There, I'm just going to name the ones that i knew about but he did a few other ones none of them were really good um in 2005 he did constantine which i remember at the time really wanting to like that movie but it's just not and now that the cw or it was actually an nbc show did constantine and now he's on the cw's um dc's legend of tomorrow and they they did that character perfect so how they did constantine there is so much better than Keanu Reeves, Constantine, because Keanu Reeves is, he can't play Constantine. Constantine's like this wise, cracking, drunk, chain smoking bisexual, and that's just not Keanu Reeves, unfortunately. That's, uh. let's see. And then in 2006, he did The Lake House <laughs> with uh, Sandra Bullock. Um, I don't know. I think that's like everybody's mom's favorite movie. Or maybe I'm just projecting cause my mom had a huge crush on Keanu Reeves. I did too, but. I didn't notice it till later. Like, watching this movie, I was like, oh my god, Keanu Reeves is so hot in this movie. And he's, like, at his prime uh, filming The Matrix. But I never really thought of him like that um, until recently. Uh, see, in 2008, he did The Day the Earth Stood Still. That's, a, that's really not a cool movie. It's a cool idea and a cool concept, but the movie wasn't done well. Okay, and then... 2013 he did 47 Ronin so I remember that movie it's like like an Asian movie that I remember watching those trailers and being like oh yeah Keanu Reeves is Asian I don't know why I forgot he was Asian his name's Keanu and then 2014 he had John Wick where he got a bunch of revenge for them killing his puppy which that totally is justifiable um that beagle puppy in John Wick was so adorable and I'm not a huge fan of beagles because they're hounding, barky, and full of anxiety. But I would never want to see a puppy get its head smashed in. That was very upsetting to me. Let's see. Then 2017, John Wick 2. 2019, John Wick 3. And then also in 2019, he voiced uh, a character in Toy Story 4. So that's everything about Keanu. If you weren't sure who Keanu Reeves was, which I'm sure you did. But he also, like, way back in the day... Well, the same year as this, 1999, he did a movie called Me and Will. No idea. And then he started up, like, everyone knows him for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. But in 1987, he was um, MTV Music News presenter. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I didn't know that. So I thought that was a cool little Ted bit. Alright, and second build in this movie is Lawrence Fishburne. And he played Morpheus. Um, I like Morpheus a lot. Uh, this is a very, very iconic role for Lawrence Fishburne. And he's a really big, well-known actor. Um, he's in so many movies. If you look at all of the things that he's done, there's just so many. He's in the John Wick movies, which is also pretty cool. Um, he, I know he's in Contagion, which is kind of uh, relevant right now. He was in Ant-Man and the Wasp. John Wick 2. Oh, yeah, he was Perry White in Batman vs Superman. I forgot he was Perry White in the DC Universe. That's cool. Uh, yeah, Man of Steel. So many cool movies. He was in a Predators movie. He was in a lot of CSI shit. Or just, like, one episode. He voiced the Silver Surfer in Fantastic Four 2 in 2007. I didn't know that. Probably going back, I would recognize hearing that. Mission Impossible... Yes, that's really cool. But I also want to talk about Carrie Ann Moss, too. Uh, she played Trinity. I freaking love her in the Netflix uh, Marvel TV shows. Like, she was first on Jessica Jones. That's what she's, like, known for in those. And she plays a lawyer. And, uh she's so good she's one of the best parts of that show that show is awesome i should really like re-watch the first season and do a review about it i loved all the seasons but the first season was the best one of course so so good but yeah so that was top build for the movie um all these actors and actresses are really good neo and trinity's connection i really liked and yeah so favorite moment in this movie there's so many it's really hard to pick just like one favorite moment from the matrix I'm like I'm trying to make my favorite moments be just the one moment that you just really get excited for watching the film the moment you want to show people I think probably my first one would be the dojo scene when Morpheus and Neo are fighting for the first time and Mouse like runs down Stairs to everyone eating and he's like Morpheus is fighting Neo Morpheus is fighting Neo It's so good I love that so much um all the iconic scene, like every scene with Agent Smith and he's like Mr. Anderson and just oh, I just love it so much um the iconic scenes at the end when he's him and Agent Smith are jumping at each other the subway and obviously the huge scene when he's first kind of dodges the bullets when we first we really see like the bullet trails and bullet trails were like not a thing in movies like the big slow motion thing like that was huge for this game it was or this game this movie and then it even like i changed games was put into gameplay so it's really awesome but yes when he's on top of the building and he bends over backwards and dodges the bullets he gets like grays by one and then trinity like walks up she's like dodge this and like shoots some agent right in the head that is one of those iconic scenes i was talking about that even people who have known nothing about the matrix and never seen these movies if they see a shot of that they're like oh that's the matrix and for a movie to be able to do that is really cool there's not a lot of movies that you can think of that to just to see one even just one shot from a movie know what it is those are all really awesome moments um Really gut-wrenching moment is when they all die. When Cypher, like, unplugs them all. She's like, screw you, Cypher! Whatever the line is. She's like, damn it, Cypher! I remember just being really annoying. She's like, Cypher! Cypher! like, her voice just turned, like, really, like, bitchy and annoying out of nowhere. She's like, Cypher! Um, (laughs) I think that the directors were like, can you just be a little more, like, whiny and cunty? She's like, Cypher! Like, perfect. That's, yes. Speaking of the directors, this was by the Wachowski brothers. And, I don't know, brothers slash sisters now? Are they going by Wachowski sisters? And they both changed? That is weird. I don't know. They both transitioned to women. Um, is that weird? Like, is that, like, just, I I don't know if that's, I don't think the word is weird. I think it's, it's very coincidental that they were both trans um i mean that's good for them that now they're um changed and proud and living life but they did an amazing job with this movie and let's see so yeah so my overall thoughts really is that this movie is just so stylish it's very crisp and cool you just feel so cool watching this movie especially the scenes in the matrix it's just so awesome all right my next segment here is favorite line There's so many lines. Like, basically, like, all of Agent Smith's lines are my favorite. Hugo Weaving. He's so good. He's like, you've been living two lives, Mr. Anderson. Um, and I love when he says, there's something wrong with this world. A splinter in your mind driving you mad. That was a good one. The no one can be told what the Matrix if they have to be shown. Basically, that whole scene with Morpheus and Neo and taking the red and blue pill. I would have taken both. Um, I'm like, I just, like, grab them both. He's like, no, so... Because the blue one just knocks you out, I guess, I'm assuming, and sends you home. So I'll just be fucked up coming into the Matrix. Or coming out of the Matrix, actually. Um, But yeah, and then the whole process of freeing Neo is really cool. Um, Like, when he touches the mirror and it goes all over him, and he essentially dies, because... What I think happens is that the machines have his body hooked up and jacked into the Matrix and hooked up to their, like, other machines using his energy as a battery. And so I think the only way they can get him out is to make them think he died, like, in the Matrix or whatever. And then they basically just flushed him. Like, they're like, oh, this one's useless, and just, like, flushes him. And then they kind of bring him back to life. That's what I think happens when they took him out and then i love the scene or the line when neo goes to morpheus goes i know kung fu and morpheus like show me um and that starts my favorite scene the dojo scene so good there's just so oh and then there the line there is no spoon that's also a good line um we we're talking to a little kid and he's like if you're trying to bend the spoon don't think of it at all there is no spoon or something i don't know what he says um that's I think that's like exactly it that's probably it uh, so there is um oh I love the line this is probably my favorite line there's a difference between knowing the path and walking it when that was really cool um so basically saying that the oracle didn't tell him really what she saw she told him what she thought he needed to know so cool kill 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 I was a fan of the oracle in this movie i know that she was like recast into the second one or no was it that she was recast in the third one because she died after the second one i think that was that. i don't know but yeah really cool um let's see a couple cool little tidbits will smith was actually approached to play neo What that's so crazy can you imagine will smith as neo he definitely could have done it um he would have been another one of my favorite movies i don't know though I just... Keanu's lines of Neo. Like, him just questioning... Oh, yeah, and that's another one of my fun facts. That most of Keanu Reeves' lines, Neo's lines in this whole movie, are questions. <laughs> I'm just asking, like, where am I? Are we in the real world? What is Matrix? And um, so they said that they averaged it in the movie. There's one question per minute of movie. Uh, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Because he does. He just sits there and... <laughs> Ask so many questions. So that's hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. Um, yeah. So let's see. So let's get into the four H's. The four H's. Four H's. There's humor, heroes, heart, hotties. Here, humor, heroes, heart, hotties. There's gonna be like a song for the four H's now. Um, and so let's get into it. So the heroes. Heroes in this movie are amazing. Neo, Morpheus, Trinity. They're all- Dizzope heroes. Badass. There's so many cool scenes. The iconic scene at the end. When, like, I love the music to the soundtrack for this movie. It's awesome. Um, it's very, like, punkish. Kind of, like, around, like, cyberpunk. A little grungy. It's really just amazing. So, yeah, the they're just really awesome heroes. Um, Even from the beginning, like, in the scene when Morpheus calls Neo at work before he's actually gets out of the matrix and he's like and it's so funny too the cell phone when he sends he like mails him a cell phone the cell phone it's supposed to be like this hip and cool and i remember at the time watching it it was so cool and i wanted the cell phone and i think they actually ended up making those cell phones like nokia did and he like pressed the button and like flipped down it didn't flip it like unhooked it It like it was like a switchblade and like switched out and it was so cool, but it's just funny they didn't know that futuristic phones would be, like, touchscreen computers back then. So they thought they were making, like, a really cool futuristic phone. And he's, like, telling Neo because he's obviously like reading the Matrix code so he can see everything, telling him where to go. That's a really, really awesome scene. Um, All the fighting scenes of him and Morpheus just shows how amazing heroes they are. But really, though, at the very end of him, the whole story of, like, the one um, is just so cool. It's so engaging to just for you to for the main character just to fit to figure out if they really are the one this like prophesized powerful being and like the savior of it all and even when he has that conversation with Cypher and he's like no he's like wow you really think you're the one he's like that's a lot of pressure he's like I wouldn't want to be the one um it and it's true really so that's just the whole like just the story of the hero is awesome and I love it and he doesn't disappoint. Um, I love the scene when Morpheus is fighting Agent Smith after he, like, smashed through the wall, the sheetrock. And that's a really awesome fight scene. And then he gets captured by the agents and he's getting tortured. And that torture scene is so good of, like, I love Hugo Weaving's monologue. When he's talking about basically being, like, stuck in the matrix hating his job here and he's like if zion doesn't exist and i don't have to be here anymore and him just being a program and just hating human minds and thinking they're filthy um that's awesome so there's really and then it comes down to like the huge scene when neo basically dies but then like trinity gives him his kiss and she says the oracle said i'm in love with the one and it's true and he comes back to life which I wrote uh, that she did not get consent to kiss him because he was still, like, technically drugged or put in... So she, like, me-tooed the shit out of him. They did have a consent kiss once he came out of the Matrix. But before that, she was kissing him and he didn't ask for it. And so I think time's up. Okay. Time's up on kissing people who are plugged into a computer program. That is not cool. Going too far. Trinity. You need consent. It just cuts back and she's like sucking his dick and he still hooks into the Matrix. I wonder what happened. I wonder if he'd get hard in the Matrix. Um, okay, so let's see. And then the very end scene, so cool. After all that, after the no consent kiss, he is back and he, he like, is back alive and the agents are like, whoa, we didn't kill him? And he, all of a sudden he can, like, see everything in Matrix code and. He, his fighting is so fast like he's just like slowly dodging everything with just one hand and then he literally just jumps into agent smith and kills him from the inside out which is cool ending to this because we think that agent smith is dead but in all reality if you've seen the other two you know that agent smith somehow stayed alive and became a virus in the matrix which that was good foreshadowing when he's doing his monologue to morpheus and he's calling humanity a virus on the planet it's like a good foreshadowing of him eventually becoming a virus of his own. And then that scene when Neo's like fighting a million agents. It's just funny because in this movie they're scared of like one agent and they're like, if you ever seen an agent just run, and he literally fights so many Agent Smiths. It's cray cray. So let's see. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with ten with heroes. Um I really love that whole storyline. And guess what? Heroes is getting a motherfucking ten. Alright. Okay, I don't know why I did Heroes first because the first one is usually humor. So I guess I'll do humor right Yeah, This honestly isn't the funniest movie. Um, there's a lot... There's not really a lot of jokes. There is a lot of funny moments. Um, basically, when they're hanging out in the... I guess let's call it the cafeteria when they're eating lunch, talking about slop and mouse is talking about how hot that girl was that he coded the matrix. And when he's saying, um, if you want some alone time with her, um, I can do that. So basically I guess you could, um, virtually hook up with her and have sex and, which I think that would be a huge thing. That would be very, very popular. People would love that shit. I think that's what would happen if we ever created something like the matrix. Like, a computer program that human minds could go into. I think it would just become, like, porn. It would just be, like, a virtual whorehouse. It's all anybody would use it for. And so, that was a really funny scene. Um, the whole, like, Neo and Morpheus fighting and them all coming to watch. And then him trying to jump off the roof for the first time. And they're like, nobody ever makes it their first time. Stuff like that. But, I guess Trinity going dodge this and shoots him. I don't know if that would just be funny. I don't know. So, it's really... I think humor is what's going to dock... This movie because it's not overly funny. It's averagely funny, so an averagely funny is kind of being nice. So I'm gonna give it a five. Five out of ten, and that's kind of a nice, maybe even a little too nice of a score. But that's what it's getting. Alright. And so the next H category is the heart of the movie. This is just the relationships emotions there's some good heart the neo and trinity robots is good neo talking to the oracle has good heart to hearts neo and morpheus talking and just morpheus blind faith in neo and then trinity's blind faith in morpheus and the whole crew and then when Cypher is pulling out, unplugging everyone and killing them, and when he kills Tank and Dozer. Well, he didn't end up killing Tank, but he killed Dozer, and that was very sad. Um, there's really good heart in this movie, and you do feel connected to these characters, even just for a little bit. What do I want to give it? I'm gonna say an eight. Eight for heart. And last but not least, my favorite category, Hotties, the hotness of this movie. Like I said before, Neo, Keanu Reeves, this is counter Prime. He is gore. I heard that he lost, like, 15 pounds to play, like, when he first got released out of that sack and that goo. Um, but other than that, he gets ripped. Trinity is super hot. Um, and just, they're so cool. Like, they're leather and their sunglasses. And how does Morpheus' glasses stay on? They just, like, clipped his nose. There's no way. Especially him fighting in those. That would not be a thing. What do I want to give the hotness? These are really hot characters, and they do look cool and stylish, and it is pretty sexy. when he's going around killing people. That iconic scene at the end, when he has all those guns, like walking through the metal detector, and he's like whips off his trench coat. Unfortunately, Columbine happened like later that year, so and like the trench coat mafia, and it's just like became a running joke. If you see someone like in a trench coat, like oh, what up, Neo? But, yeah that's not great and then that started this like new like trend of school shootings you know it's like really cool trend everyone's getting on i just i feel like the fall now is called like school shooting season it's like no it's not just like school season sir i'm like oh it's september school shooter season starting everyone's like no it's just the school season start. i'm like oh yeah you're right like it's ridiculous i don't know what needs to be done but something does because that's horrible but I'm not saying that there's any correlation between Columbine and The Matrix. I'm just saying they got some style tips, someone did, and they're using trench coats, so. Um, okay, Hotties, I'm um, gonna have to go with a seven for Hotties, mm. eight, okay. So if I add up all of my scores, that gives this movie an eight, a solid eight out of 10, which is a pretty good rating. 8 out of 10, that gets the gray chip. And that means this movie is so good. It's just so good. And I mean, 8 out of 10 is really good. And I think what hurt this movie would have made it higher is that I make a whole category of the scoring to go to humor. And so, uh, Rotten Tomatoes got an 87 percent, and IMDb got an 8.7. So uh, the critics like it a little more than I do, apparently. But I love this movie. This movie is awesome, so cool, epitome of coolness, especially back in the day. And one thing I will say about this movie that it is it does feel kind of dated. Um, it doesn't age the best uh like the computers and like like i said like the cell phone but it's kind of in like its own like timeless era of society so um uh basically that's everything with the matrix this is really really awesome movie i love this if you guys like listening to me make sure to rate review subscribe follow me on instagram at jay snowden you can email me at TV Addicts anonymous at at gmail.com, kbaddixanonymous, at gmail.com. And this, I think these crazy times are starting to slow down a little bit out there. I know that I'm going to be going back to work pretty soon, grooming dogs, so it's going to be fun next week, actually. And so I hope everything is going good for you guys. And as always, stay safe, use protection, and the answer is out there, Neo. It's looking for you, and it'll find you if you want it to.